Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're doing well. I, for one, am doing great. I'm actually doing a lot better than I was a week ago when I had a cold and I was feeling very low energy and congested and it was not that fun. I am on the other side of it now, so that's really good, but it did interfere with some of my plans, Um, and it also gave me the topic for today, which is asking yourself, where is my growth? Let me explain what I mean. So when I got sick, I hadn't planned it, (laughs) I had a full calendar of work things and personal things, and as I started to feel my body slowing down, I had a little moment of panic. It was this thought of, oh no, I can't get sick. There's too much to do. I have too many things I need to do. And I realized as the week began to progress and I was feeling the effect of this, I realized that I was going to need to make some decisions. I was going to need to decide how did I want to spend my time, my energy, and my attention in light of the fact that I had less energy than I typically would, and I had less energy than I had planned to have or expected to have. And I thought, you know, this is actually really a perfect situation in the sense that when you are at work and managing people, there will be lots of times when you also have to make this decision when you have less resources, less energy, less time, less headcount, less budget. Let, you know, there are always constraints and sometimes there are constraints we don't plan for or don't expect, but they show up anyways. And so in that moment, there are a couple of choices we get to make. Number 1, do I push through? Is that what is the best option here? Do I just suck it up and put in the hours and kind of try to just power my way through this difficult situation? Or is what I need to do to actually dial things back and slow down, take time to recover and refresh and allow that not everything is going to get done? Maybe what I need to do right now is to delegate some things instead of trying to do all of it Can I assign or delegate some of it to somebody else? Maybe what I need to do in this moment is have a conversation to reset expectations. That might require that someone feels disappointed because things won't happen in the timeline or in the manner that we had initially expected. But maybe the growth is in having that uncomfortable and direct and clear conversation. So that decision point when you realize, okay, I had a plan, things are changing in a way I hadn't anticipated, what do I want to do now? The way I want you to think about this is from this perspective of where is your growth, right? Like ask that of yourself, where is my growth in this situation? And depending on how you answer, that can guide you into the direction that you choose. And one of the ways to know where your growth is, 
is to ask yourself, well, what is it that I would normally do? Is my habit the habit of pushing through? Is that kind of the the thing that I tend to go to first? Is the thing that I tend to go to, you know, delegating first? Is that what I tend to do? Is the thing I tend to do having a direct, clear conversation? That tends to be not the thing that most people do at first, especially, you know, I find a lot of it is, you know, we're resilient, self-reliant, you know, can-do people. So very often the first thought is, I have to do this. I have to make it work. I have to do it all on my own. And this is what can also roll into, especially over time, burnout and anxiety. And it actually prevents us from developing all these other skills. The skill of having the direct conversation, the skill of allowing someone to feel disappointed or frustrated, the skill of being able to delegate or to reevaluate the plan. When we keep this kind of single-minded focus and we tend to power through things, I mean, that's an okay approach from time to time, but I really want you to have a more robust set of options. So asking yourself, right, like where is my growth in the situation? What's the thing that I tend to do first? And then asking maybe there is another direction that might challenge me to do, but that's what I'm going to choose. So for me, you know, a week or two ago when I was not feeling that great and I realized, you know, I think I'm going to need to reevaluate all of the things on my to-do list, and I ended up deciding to not record a podcast episode for that week. And part of me felt really guilty and bad, like, oh, but, you know, I wanted to get this message to you, and I wanted to, you know, maintain my streak of, of heading a, a, an episode every week. But when I paused and thought about it, and I thought, okay, Kim, where is your growth here? Is this the situation where you need to push through and just like crank it out? Or is this the situation where you need to pause, you need to pull back and take time to rest and recover and redirect your energy in a different kind of way? And I ended up choosing to do that. I said, I'm going to choose to rest. I think that's going to be where my growth is in this situation. And I'm going to manage my mind So I'm not putting a ton of guilt or pressure or self-judgment on myself in this, but actually realizing I'm doing this from a very strategic place. I'm making this choice intentionally, and I'm not going to feel bad about that. I'm actually making this decision based on the information that I have and the landscape that I'm in and kind of assessing like what is the best use of the time and the energy and the attention that I currently have available in light of all of these other things. And so I started to think about it also in terms of strategic failure. So uncomfortable when you're used to being a very high achieving person. But strategic failure is when you decide what is the thing I will allow to fail right now. And I am allowing it to fail for a very intentional and strategic reason because I need to put my energy into this other thing instead. And I was talking with one of my clients about this and they used this fantastic term and it was this idea of the most valuable problem. 
So if you've got all these different problems to solve, let's say you've got five different problems and you're trying to solve all of them and you have not the energy or the resources for all five, what's the most valuable one you can solve for? Put your energy on that one, knowing that there might be some failure because you're not putting the attention on some of those other things. But you make that choice intentionally and knowingly. And when you do, then that gives you the option to address them in a different way. So whether that means having a conversation about it or resetting your own expectations, but you don't beat up on yourself for it. Instead, you simply acknowledge, okay, this is a strategic failure I'm willing to take because this other thing is what I'm going to choose to put my attention and my work towards. I think I've mentioned this maybe in the last episode or so, but sometimes there are no solutions. There are just decisions. And for you, what I want to encourage and invite you to is the position of from a strategic perspective, from a big picture perspective, what are you choosing and why? That becomes a lot easier and a lot more of a grounded place to live and work from rather than feeling like it's your job to do everything. It's not. It's actually your job to make decisions about what is kind of coming at you. That's also what gets you out of feeling like you have to play whack-a-mole and just respond and react to everything that pops up. Instead, it's like, okay, here's the decision I'm going to make about what I'm doing and why, and then you manage everything else around that. It just feels very different because you're, you're really standing in more of this position of agency, of being in control, not like being able to control all the things, but being able to make a decision for yourself based on who you are, everything else that's happening around you, rather than feeling like you're being kind of dragged all over by all of the different demands and all of the different things that need your attention. So take a moment, you know, in the coming week, when you start to feel yourself being pulled in different directions or you start to feel worried about all of the things kind of on your plate, take a moment to step back and ask yourself, where is my growth right now? Is this a situation where I need to give more and just extend, you know, my efforts and, you know, work more hours? Like, is that your growth? Or is your growth about, I need to think really differently about what this work is and about what my job is. Maybe your growth is, I really need to learn to delegate and to trust and to communicate with the folks that I feel like, you know what, I don't fully trust them. We need to figure out what is going on so that I can build that sense of reliance that I'll be able to hand something to them knowing that they'll be able to get it done. Sometimes our growth is being okay with other people doing things not exactly the way that we would do it. That can be so uncomfortable. But sometimes that's where our growth is. Because if we don't learn how to do that, then number one, we become the bottleneck. Number two, we can turn into micromanagers, not because we want to be, but because we're not willing to let go of how things are getting done. And number three, that can turn us into burnout with no boundaries 
and always feeling like we have to be on and available. So that's kind of the idea I wanted to share with you. In every, you know, week, every moment, every situation, you can pause and ask, like, what am I, what am I doing? What is, where is my growth here? How do I want to be looking at this situation? You can also look at it from that lens of what is the most valuable problem for me to address? Where will I allow for a strategic failure? One of my other clients described it as, I'm going to allow some of the balls to drop because that way we will all understand where the weak points are in our processes and systems. Like she had been trying so hard to keep everything together and she began to realize people don't understand that we need to change the way our processes and systems are working because I'm able to band-aid over everything and I'm able to keep things functioning. And so we're never really seeing where the systemic issue is. And it was one of the hardest, hardest things for her to do was to allow things to fail because you know she's like, I don't want anything to fail, especially if it's anything in my hands. But when she realized that because she was you know, kind of holding everything together all the time. She's like, I'll never be able to get out of this. And we as a team will never really see and learn what we need to be doing differently. So that was her growth in that choice around strategic failure so that it could illuminate for others where those breakpoints were so that then they could take a real look at how to repair and improve like the entire uh, like system. A good reflection that I wanted to offer to you today. The other couple of things I wanted to mention uh, is that I right now I'm running a coaching, a group coaching program. It's really great. It's small, just a handful of people, all managers. And every week we meet and talk about what's going well, what is challenging and what to like how to think about the challenges so that you can find a path forward and it's been amazing the conversations are so good everyone has so much wisdom to share and we've been talking about boundaries and burnout and compensation conversations both when you're the one going for a promotion and how to talk about that And also, if it's someone on your team coming to you about wanting to talk about a promotion or compensation and like, you know, the challenges of that and how to do that. So I'm excited about the next group that I offer. If you want to be a part of it and you want to know when are we going to do this next group, then you need to get on my mailing list. Go to my website, kimnickel.com. Go to the new managers page. And at the top of that page, you'll see the link to join my email list. And then you'll know the next time I offer it so that you can join and we can have these small group conversations about managing people, being a human, dealing with work stuff, um, managing up. Oh my gosh, that also comes up a lot. Not every manager is a well-trained manager. Uh, Most of us are just making it up as we go along. And that means your manager also might not have received training or guidance and they're doing their best. But you know what? If you learn how to manage up, 
you might be able to create a much better work experience for yourself and for them. But hey, like, (laughs) let's be here for you. So that is what I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Hey, before you go, if you like this podcast, leave a review. Tell me why you listen and what has helped you. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time.